Ron Peterson, the president and CEO, Shannon Noctigal, the chief nursing officer, Stephanie Free, a infection preventionist, and Tobias Pugsley, director of marketing with us this morning. And Ron, uh, we'll let you start as we usually do with uh, the update on the latest statewide numbers. Good morning. Well, good morning, Brad. Thank you. Uh, yes, uh, the state has tested 6,028 individuals, and about 8% of those have been positive tests, so 508. So there is a... Um perception out there that we're not testing for COVID, and that is incorrect. We are. The um, Arkansas Department of Health, though, has a priority um, that we're supposed to follow because the limited number of testing kits available. So the priority goes to those patients that are admitted to the hospital, healthcare workers, and any um, patient that's in the nursing home. Then next falls um, people in our community that have flu-like symptoms, have tested negative for flu, and have traveled to one of the hot spots in our nation or have been exposed to somebody with coronavirus. And then last are those people with flu-like symptoms that don't meet those other criteria. So it may very well be that you come to the hospital and are not tested if you fall in that latter category. Um, the next misconception is that Baxter Regional is not going to take care of COVID patients. And we actually have already, as um, Stephanie will go over in a minute, have had a number of patients in the hospital that we have suspected were COVID. Um, and it turned out, fortunately, that they've all been negative so far. But that's what all our preparation has been around, <coughs> excuse me, is preparing for these patients and preparing for a potential surge. So I just wanted to clear up those two things this morning. Shannon, in other states, uh, we've heard where they've enlisted medical professionals who have retired. Is that something uh, the hospitals looked at locally? It is an option, but those that are older, we want to try to keep away from the COVID population. It's not recommended that anybody above the age of uh, 60 um, be exposed to these patients. So we're looking at other options to help take care of these patients. <clears throat> and I also want to um, bring out what might get a patient um, admitted to an inpatient bed versus being managed at home. So if a patient comes in with flu-like symptoms um, and they're able to manage their symptoms at home, just like the seasonal flu, the majority of patients can manage symptoms at home and a small percentage have to be admitted to the hospital. So an example might be if someone is not on oxygen and is now requiring oxygen to keep their blood oxygen levels up, those might have to come in the hospital. So I wanted to, I wanted to give the community an idea of what type of patients might be admitted. What about childbirth? Are fathers still allowed to be in, in the delivery room for childbirth during this COVID-19 outbreak? Well, I will put it this way. We allow one support person in the delivery Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the patient at the and patient. Patient's choice. I uh, gotcha. All right, Stephanie, let's turn to you this morning. Uh, since Baxter Regional states that the uh, the, the positive test did, uh, did not come from the hospital, should we assume this is a Baxter County resident who was tested maybe elsewhere in the state? 
Yes, that is correct. So there are many places now to get screened and tested. So not everyone that's been tested and is coming back positive was tested at our facility. Um, the positive cases from the Arkansas Department of Health are identified on the map based on their home address, not where they are tested. So even if and when BRMC gets a positive, if the patient lives in another county, it will be a positive for that county, not Baxter County. Okay. A lot of folks have been wondering about groceries, Stephanie. What's the best way for those, especially at higher risk, to buy groceries in person, and, and how should they handle them once they, once they get home? Well, I would recommend anyone that goes grocery shopping to disinfect the areas of your cart that you're going to touch frequently and continue to try to maintain social distancing as much as possible. I would also ask the community to limit the amount of people in a family that goes into a store. It doesn't take, you know, four or five people to necessarily go grocery shopping. So if we can limit the amount of people in the store, that would help a lot as well. And if someone is at higher risk, if someone else could pick up the items you need, let them or do grocery pickup or delivery if you can. Once you get home with the groceries, if you want to wipe down cleanable containers such as plastics, that's not an issue, but I have heard of some people recommending leaving groceries in the car for three days or washing produce with soap and water. Not sure I would follow these recommendations as it could lead you to become sick if the food were to spoil or ingest any soap. The biggest thing to keep in mind is to wash your hands often and avoid touching your face. Also, clean surfaces often. If we can do these things, whether we are dealing with groceries or anything, we will lessen our risk tremendously. Tobias, uh, we understand some companies are wanting to do some special things for the frontline healthcare workers. Who do they need to contact if they want to do something? Yeah, Brad, it's, you know, we, we were blessed to live in a great community. Uh, we really try to take care of our own here. So yesterday I got a call from the manager of Lowe's. He brought over six buckets of uh, N95 masks, goggles, gloves. And so we were able to take that donation and, um, and, and get that to, um, to our materials management department so that they can use those supplies. Um, also, um, you know, I got an email from a nurse yesterday. Um, apparently Friday, Annette's Flowers came out and, and offered and gave 30 bouquets of flowers to frontline workers. And, and I just got to tell you, in a time like this, that really makes the difference um, in, in somebody's day, especially healthcare workers um, on the front line. So if the business or um, an organization in the community wants to help or or making donations, or do something special for healthcare workers, all we got to do is shoot an email to brmc at baxterregional.org, and, um, and we can take that information. Um, we can add it to a spreadsheet if it's something that you're offering that maybe we want to take, we don't need right at the moment, but we might want to take care of, make, take advantage of down the road. Um, or if it's something that you simply want to drop off, like some of the masks that some of the, the quilters and sewers around the town are making. Um, and we're able to help you direct that imp that stuff. So you can drop the masks off at the screeners at the front um, at the front entrance, any entrance that's open. But for all other um, things that you might want to donate, please uh, email again brmc at baxterregional.org. And also, Brad, really excited tomorrow um, for our listeners, um, we're going to have Randy Ludwig on with us, who's going to be bringing some tips on how to make the most of social distancing. So those that know Randy um, and know what a treat it is to have him, so really excited tomorrow to have him on here with us, and we really hope that he uh, kind of brings some comfort and, and peace to those that are, that are social distancing at home. You bet. That, that's going to be very helpful. Anything else, guys, we need to touch on this morning? Uh, Brad, I just want to thank the community for their patience on, on testing. Uh, we believe that there will be more testing soon, but obviously there's still limited testing here in Baxter County. 
just because of the number of kits and, and supplies and, and where the tests go to. We also, as Tobias said, just want to thank everybody for all their support. We actually, uh, one additional thing that I want to add in there is we actually had a prayer chain last week where people came and stayed in their cars and circled around the hospital, and now we have some that are parking out in front of us and praying for us, and we appreciate that so much. So thank you. You guys touch on it every day. It's a great community we live in. Hey, thank you so much for the time again this morning. Thank you. Thank you. All right, again, Ron Peterson this morning, Shannon Noctical, Stephanie Free, and Tobias Pugsley from Baxter Regional Medical Center.